Hi everyone, my name's Alex and thanks for joining us. This week we have a special edition of our podcast focusing on the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. We're recording this from Edinburgh in our Greenlight Hub and have a few special guests here to tell you a bit more about their experiences of the festival. Most importantly, they're here to share a few tips and stories about going online during this busy period. But first of all, really want to thank all of you for coming in here today. Please can each of you introduce yourself and let our listeners know your name and how long you've been using the Uber app. So my name is Farouk and I've been with Uber for uh, a year and a half. Name is uh, David Chong. I've uh, been on the platform for uh, a year now. My name is Raymond. I've been on the Uber platform for about a year and a half now. Great. Thanks, everyone. We really do have a wealth of experience here. So we've invited you all here today to talk about the festival. The first one was in 1947, and we're about to go into the 70th edition of the festival. In your opinion, what does the festival mean for the city? What to me is uh, there's lots of tourists that uh, come into Edinburgh and the um, majority would be relying on Uber for transportation in Edinburgh. It's obviously one of the busiest time of year for us. What about you, Farouk? The festival, obviously, we know is, is a very busy period and uh, it brings in a lot of money for Scotland. I think I read somewhere it was 25% of Scotland's GDP it comes in one single month, so it's, it's important for everybody. So we're all really aware of how difficult it can be navigating pickups during uh, a really busy time in the city. Could you give us some tips on how you've gone about picking up riders in the past and and how you deal with the road closures during the festival period? What I usually do is head through certain areas where you know where you get work, you can skirt around the outsides. There's always people on like the fringe of the city looking for a ride. It's not always in the city centre. You don't always need to be in the city centre. You probably, I find that the west side of the town doesn't get an awful lot of service because I have had a lot of riders saying that, you know, can never get an Uber out here into the city, but I can always get an Uber from the city out to the west side of the town. That's just what I've heard from people that have been in the car. During the road closures, it's obviously um, it's obviously very busy. So what I do is I, I ring the client beforehand, um, explain to them um, you know which direction I'm coming. Uh, if I know there's a road closure ahead, I'd ask them to come to a point which I know is going to be free, and then it just makes for a, a much smoother pickup. How about you, David? Well, the majority of our uh, clientele are tourists. So obviously, when they uh, request an Uber, they usually just do a drop-in. They're not sure which, you know, where location they are. So normally, I have to go to the location where they did the drop-in, and I phone them up and try to get the exact area to pick them up. Great. So we know that the festival brings people from all walks of life. Could you tell us a bit about the types of riders you pick up during the festival? Most of the riders that have been in the car throughout the festival period have been from all over the world, mainly tourists, a lot of people coming in for shows, actors, entertainers, sports people. I've had some funny people in the car that didn't even know they were funny, but they were really funny sort of thing, you know. People from all over the countries, actually, I mean, people as far as Brazil, you know, travelling for 18, 19 hours, um, even more, actually, j- just to come here, people from Australia, so, you know, every end of the world. I've, I've also picked up performers, people doing their own shows for the first time, uh, and also kind of celebrities, I guess. Uh, I don't really watch Geordie Show, but uh, a guy called Scotty got into cab once. And tell us a bit more about earnings around festival time. The opportunities are good. I think you have to try and be patient, and I don't think it's all about sitting sit city centre. I think the outskirts and the fringe areas do serve quite lucratively if you can, you know, if you're patient enough and if you feel you're not, you know, picking up anything in certain areas. If you skirt around the other areas that are usually good for business, like uh, maybe even Haymarket, Sight Hill, back round uh, towards the other side of the town, sort of Commerson area, and then, you know, skirt round, you'll always, you always pick up work. I do anyway. I always look forward to the fringe because um, it's when I actually earn the most and obviously you know, after the fringe it gets quiet so it, sometimes it balances it off. My, my memory is very vague but I remember it being very very good. Well that sounds great. What do you suggest are the best times to be online during the month of August? 
last year I reckon from 10 o'clock in the morning up to about say 10 o'clock at night time but the best time for me was between 10 and 2 and then I take a break um, from 2 to 4 and then come back on because you know from 4 o'clock to, to 10 everybody's you know wanting to go around for you know, more sightseeing and uh, areas where I can recommend for dinners and everything. Thanks so much for all your answers today. Before we go, we want to ask if any of you have a particularly interesting story from the festival or something fun or interesting that happened during the festival to tell us about. The, the only ones I've met was at the start of the year where the concert was at uh, Amelia Sanders, her backup crew, and they were all singing away and uh, I said, what kind of song is that? And they said, um, we're the backup crew for you know, Amelia Sanders. And I said, I've never heard of her. And they all laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy from an 80s band in the car. The band was called The Cutting Crew and they had a big hit in the 80s and I had that guy and his wife who's his PR in the car one day going from Edinburgh City Centre out to the airport. And I've had three ice hockey players from the Canadian NHL in the car as well. And my car's a seven-seater and it felt like a two-seater that day. These guys were pretty big. Great. Well, I think we're all looking forward to seeing what the festival brings us this year. That's all for today. I hope this has been useful and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.